Welcome to the Wealth and Wellness Podcast with me, Kaylee Boisvert. I specialize in helping people to achieve their financial goals. I have a love for all things numbers, and I am passionate about financial literacy. My goal is to spark healthy and positive conversations around wealth and investment and create a world where nobody is limited by their financial situation. But wealth is just one piece in the equation of living our best lives. So join me as we explore both wealth and wellness topics. From your net worth to your self-worth, get ready to take confident action. Hello, this is Kaylee, and thank you so much for listening into this episode of the Wealth and Wellness Podcast. I'm so excited for our special guest today. Um, Today, we have Heather O'Neill, who is an energy healer and energy alignment coach. She works with people who want to understand how to heal and harness their energy field. She helps them attract and live to their most fulfilling life. She also holds a BA in psychology, is a certified law of attraction coach, and a Reiki master teacher, hypnotist, and an empath. So I'm thank I'm so grateful for having you, Heather. You've um, presented at one of my live sessions as well, and I loved it. And so I realized I'm like, oh, I haven't had you on the podcast yet. Of course, we need to do this conversation too. Um, so yes, thank you so much for being here today. Um, just to start us off, do you want to share with the listeners a little bit about you and what brought you to do the work you're doing? Yeah, sure. Thank you for having me. I, I've loved the last few little uh, collaborative uh, discussions that you and I have done and had, and I was um, honored to present uh, some of my work to your audience Um which was uh, energy protection for empaths. So I am, as you mentioned, I won't repeat everything that you said that I am, but I am also an empath and uh, an empath is a highly sensitive person who can also feel the feelings of other people. So that creates uh, certainly an interesting path in our life as we, as we learn how to navigate being empathic and and learn how to set proper boundaries and how to know what's our own energy and what's not and you know what's what it's okay to let go of and so understanding this about myself and learning learning the tools on how to really protect my energy has led me to such a much more grounded and centered place and because i understand the gift of being an empath more now I am able to really do my work from a more authentic place, even because I'm not, uh, you know, kind of mired under everybody else's stuff. I can approach it all differently. So that's really what I do now uh, from a coaching perspective is really work with folks who are dealing with the same thing in, in terms of trying to learn how to honor their empathy as a gift and, 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 um, because it really is a gift. And so also energy work is very important for empaths as well. And it's very important for everybody, I believe, because our energy body is just as much a part of us as, as our physical body, our mental, emotional, we have all these parts of us that all combine to form the whole. So that's also, you know, the, the rest of my work too, is just reminding people of that, teaching people about that And when we understand all these different parts of ourself and how to take the best care of them, 
you know, then we're operating from our, our highest self or operating from the place, places of our highest well-being, and we're healthy, which is, you know, which is uh, really, really in our, our, our face more than ever now, which, you know, I, I think is a good thing because, you know, the more things are brought to the surface around how we can take care of ourselves, you know, the more, the more we're all operating, you know, from, from that place. So that's kind of in a nutshell, what I do from either a coaching perspective. And as you mentioned, I'm a Reiki master teacher. So I do teach and practice Reiki as well. So. Yes, I love it. And I, I love the work you do um, with empaths and, and the presentation you gave, because it, I had kind of only recently really stumbled upon that concept and recognized and, and saw myself in that. And so it's been a very, you know, important part of my sort of wellness journey as well, just realizing that and um, allowing, like accepting that and, and yeah, embracing that and just seeing where is that, where it's showing up. It makes such a difference. Um, So I love that. Um, So when we were chatting about what we were going to talk about today, um, you know, what was coming up was this idea of really all this, this being an inside job. So, you know, this is the wealth and wellness podcast and I'm, you know, the numbers, the wealth person, and I can do that and I can, you know, teach and, and come from that spot. But the wellness piece is like intriguing to me and I'm on a journey and learning more about it. And, um, I think this kind of really encompasses it in a nutshell of talking about that it is all really an inside job. So can you chat a bit about what you mean by that um, for us, for our listeners? What does it mean if it's an inside job and, and how does that then play out and, and how can we, you know, in, engage in that more or, or yeah, really embrace that more in our lives? Well, I think that, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a, such a simple concept that I think life can have its way with us sometimes and circumstances can have their way with us sometimes. And we're pulled away from really kind of the simple formula of, of living life. And, you know, part of that inside job too is really being inside yourself, inside your heart center, inside your body. And, I, and I'm not and I'm not speaking about being inside our mind per se, while I will absolutely talk about the uh, positive aspects of mindfulness and why we need mindfulness from the standpoint of awareness, because we can't, we can't really, you know, bring, bring anything up and heal it or work on it when there's no awareness from the level of mind, but also that, um, you know, just this inside job, meaning there's so much more to us than than just our thoughts and that our thoughts they're just thoughts they can be changed and our beliefs are built upon our thoughts that we have over and over again but they're just thoughts and it's a little bit of a scary concept i think sometimes because when we challenge our beliefs and they fall away in any type of sense it can feel really uncomfortable And a lot of times we don't want to push through that discomfort because it causes cognitive dissonance because things that we thought were so, so real and so true, um, you know, ended up maybe not being, and then it feels really scary. So a lot of times we don't even challenge our own, our own belief systems, but when we can kind of open ourselves up to, to that place of awareness and observance, 
the world is our oyster. You know, there's so much that we can um, shift and work with and allow in into our life experience. Um, but to just kind of circle back around to, to what I mean by an inside job is that, you know, and everything I just mentioned to you, that's all inside, that's all inside work. I mean, none of that. And, and it's the most life-changing stuff you can do. I mean, if I look at the past 10 years of my life and how much I've changed and, and, and just, and I don't want to say for the better, I'm not saying everything's, um, you know, oh, rosy rainbows all the time, or, you know, some, some of that kind of stuff that people get turned off of when they talk, when they, they hear like, you know, positivity work or any, any stuff like that, but that, the shift in my life has just been amazing because of all the inside work I've, I've done and the beliefs that I have let fall away and the attachments I had um, that didn't serve me that I you know, became aware of and, and the stories I told about my life and myself because something of a, came up of a circumstance or, or maybe some fears I had and I let them run rampant within me and then create a belief systems around that. I mean, that's all inner work and it seems really kind of daunting and it's not something that's an overnight process, but that, you know, with, with the right support and the intentions and understanding and having tools like meditation and, and things like that. I mean, it's, it's, it's the journey. Like I believe that's what we came here for into this life on earth is to take that journey and it's everything. And, you know, I was talking to somebody recently who told me when they were younger and kind of started on the, on the path of this kind of awakening self-awareness kind of thing. And he said, Oh, I traveled up and down the coast of California for a couple months and I'm like oh that must have been really cool and he said yeah I was looking for something and I said oh did you find it and he said yeah I found it when I got back because it was inside of me the whole time you know and it sounds a little cliche but it's beautiful and it's true and again it goes back to that fact of it's it's so simple but yet we complicate it so much and we we complicate it because we get too involved in the mind and the thinking stuff that I was mentioning before. So if we can kind of, you know, use our, our mind and our thoughts from the place of observance and just kind of bring ourselves back into our own body and our own heart center, there's so much there. There's so much wisdom there and there's, and there's wealth there, right? So that is, you know, that, and that was one thing I loved, you know, the first time you and I ever spoke was you, you know, just talking about your connection between wealth and wellness and why wealth isn't just about money and, and assets and things that you have. I mean, that might be part of it, but again, the, in the inside work of that is that, you know, what are you ascribing value to? What are you ascribing true value to in your life and what is it bringing to you? And, you know, and examining things like that and shifting the perception and shifting the definition, like that is the inner work. And, you know, the reason I had had brought that up with you is because I feel like, you know, what's gone on the past 18 months has has spun people into so much fear that I feel like there's a part there's there are parts of us that are so far outside of ourselves and we we could do with the reminder to 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 bring them back in and just remember the immensely powerful beings that we are and, you know, it's, it's like wealth as an example, 
We look outside of ourselves for wealth. And again, it doesn't mean there might not be some outer examples of wealth in the form of money or anything else, but our outer world is always what's is it's reflecting our inner world. And so you can come inside and, and practice gratitude. And, and in the practice of gratitude, you're showing yourself all the things that you have in your life to be grateful for. That's wealth, right? So that's the inside job of that. You can take love and we're constantly looking outside of ourselves for somebody else to, to fulfill this part of us. And no one is ever going to have the power to do that completely because some, everybody is looking from the space of their own perception. And if I'm looking for somebody outside me to tell me I, I'm okay, or I did that okay, and you know this was great, and I don't believe it, I give all my power away for somebody else to prove that I'm worthy, and they're not gonna see everything the same way that we do, you know, that I do myself. And so that brings the, the inside job for love to be that self-love first and foremost. And it's not about expecting ourselves to be perfect people. It's not about expecting ourselves to not make any mistakes. We're always gonna make mistakes. The mistakes are what we learn and grow from. You know, it's not about, um, about pretending we all don't have a light and a dark side to ourselves because we do. We live in duality. So, you know, we all have our shadow and our light and, and it's okay. And, you know, it's up to us who, what, what parts of us we choose to, to feed and grow, you know, but again, then that's an inside job. And our health too is, this to me is, is a really big one right now. And to remember that our health, the health of our bodies is, dependent on our mindset it's dependent on what we put into our bodies in terms of food and you know really everything we think and experience and the people we're around and the energy we're around all of that goes into our body and our biology and you know we ha we do have control over those things and you know th that is where the control lies really is in is in our in is in our inner work and our inside job and you know i feel like we've just been pushed to this point where because there's a lot of fear we've lost our centers a little bit and and expect that it's it's an entity uh outside of ourself that's going to keep us healthy and you know there's people outside of ourself that that are going to give us the love that is going to you know fulfill us or complete us um you know and it's it's the money or some kind of material good outside of us that's going to make me feel wealthy when really it's all got to come back to that to that inner space because we're all divine beings we were we were created by by a creator that's that's divine and of pure love so you know we are more powerful than than we realize and so you know it's just really hitting me a lot that just that simple part of, of just remembering you know that we can choose to do our own inner work and it doesn't always have to be about this dependence on something else outside of ourselves. yes i love that like everything you've said there how it relates to money like you said like i could think of 
yeah, when we look outside of ourselves, it's scarcity, it's not enough and things like that versus when we're in gratitude, it's the abundance. It's what we do have. It's what we're grateful for. Um, and then with love so oftentimes like our relationships and the struggles we go through can be solved by going inside and fixing ourselves, not necessarily having to have, you know, an argument between the two people or convince someone of your way of believing things or anything that's going inside and seeing where is this coming from, for me and why I'm feeling this way. And, um, I love it. And it made me think of like this past 18 months, like you said, and how my, um, we talked about this, but how my business sort of changed or, or how my perspective of my business and what I do changed. Like, I think I was so, I was in the go, go, do, do, and, um, you know, doing way my business, the way I thought I was supposed to be doing it and, and building it and growing it. And then COVID hit and, you know, I, I, I went within, it's like, it forced me to go within. And, and that's when I really embraced, you know, being an introvert, being an empath, and, and seeing the value that comes from those. And then instead of, you know, doing being and, and whatever I used to think was needed to build a business, it was more like going into my why, like, why do I do this? What do I love about it? Um, and then when I was just coming from that place, it just naturally grew. And I wouldn't have seen that or come back to that. Because again, when you're surrounded by other people, it's like, it's competition and we're all, you know, out for ourselves. And, and so it's that forced going inside. Um, so it was, you know, a blessing for me in that, in my own growth, in myself, in my business and my why. Um, so I, I love everything you were saying there. And when you say, so you say we're more, you know, we're more powerful than we give ourselves credit for. Um, like, what do you mean by that? Or how can we, when we're feeling powerlessness or we're not feeling that way necessarily, how can we take that back? How can we take back our power and, and come from that place again? And remember that we have these tools within. So let's, let's take, we'll break it down in the same, same way. We'll do, we'll, I'll answer that for, for, for wealth and, and love and, and health. And I think, um, I think you gave a beautiful example of how you do that for, for wealth. And again, I think we also have to broaden of our, our definition of, of wealth. And to me, wealth means having abundance, recognizing the abundance and noticing where there's abundance around us. And, you know, we're all, literally electrical beings we have you know um atoms electrons neutrons you know all, all of the things that that make up everything are electrical so and i and i say it like that from a, a crude scientific type of explanation per se because the way i normally talk is that you know we're all vibrational but literally you know the heart gives off electric pulses we are vibrational beings and like attracts like and so i loved what you said when you said because you were, you know, kind of forced to go within, literally, physically, you went inside your own self and thought about your why, and you were removed from a dynamic that didn't serve you in the com competition space, and you attached to your why. And whys are very, very powerful. Whys obviously I'm saying W-H-Y, are our motivators, you know, because they get us in touch with 
um, you know, the, the, the real feeling state, you know, and you could say, well, why, you know, why am I, why am I doing the work I do with empaths? And I can say, well, you know, I'm an empath and I know how much it's changed my life to really understand that about myself. And I can really start feeling into the changes and, you know, and it kind of lights me up and, you, you know, I can feel that within my body, literally my vibration raises. And so when, when that happened with you, your business shifted and you got really busy, your business like kind of, kind of blew up a little bit, you know? So that's just a really prime example right there of, you know, you getting in touch with your why and look what it, what it brought in because you were in that, just kind of that pure space of your light and your passion and your desire from within. And it wasn't about, I want to make this much money. So I'm going to go do this, which really is in alignment with how I feel or what I believe in or what I'm passionate about or, or my own authentic self. And it doesn't happen. So that's why that's an inside job. And I think as far as, you know, love, listen, love is, love is beautiful. And, and again, love's a vibration. We can feel love for our pets. We can feel love for our people um, in our lives, our friends, things, shows, food, you know, it's, it's, it's love. Um, but really what happens is we, we forget that it's important to turn that on to ourselves. And then really, you know, a lot of us carry around very deep seated beliefs that we're about our self-worth and that we're not worthy and that we don't deserve things. And they're not true. They're never true. But because we carry those beliefs around and we don't do the inner work around them, there's an inherent belief that we're not worthy of love. So we don't give ourselves the love that we deserve. So then what happens? We look outside of ourselves for that love, but we look for it in a very specific way. And it's really only the way we can give it to ourselves. And we look for it in a specific way. And then as we kind of talked about before, everybody's different. Everybody sees the world differently and no one's going to give me that exact way I need that love because they're not me. So I'm always going to be disappointing myself. I'm always going to be looking outside of myself for other people to make me happy if I'm not loving myself. And it's never going to happen. You, you know, people will start relationships, you know, and, and in the beginning, everything's great. You're in the honeymoon phase and, you know, we're getting to know each other and it feels so great. It feels so great. And then it kind of drops off because we, we end up really staying outside of ourselves and expecting that it's somebody else's responsibility to, to make me happy, which it's not. That is my job. This is, you know, we walk around so unhappy because we put all of the, all of the control outside of ourselves. So we're out of control, you know, it, and it's really not anybody else's job to make another person happy. It's an inside job because it's never going to work that other way. We, you know, goes back to that, that kind of original point that I think that's the, the journey that we came here for to, to self-fulfill and, and from that place, when you are there and you are giving yourself that kind of that kind of love, loving all parts of you. Again, we all have our shadow in our light, loving all parts of you. And I can say, you know what? Sometimes I can be a real, you know, B-I-T-C-H. And then I think I'm a crappy person and I don't love myself because of that. But I can say, you know what? That's just part of me, but it's just not the part I really want to work on and and um, and grow so I can be mindful of my actions and I can, you know, do things that, keep me in the highest vibration myself. So I don't act like that. And I can eat well or meditate or do, you know, take care of myself and those kind of things. And then 
you know, I can intentionally do things to improve upon parts of myself that maybe I'm not in love with, quote unquote, but it's still not a reason to not love myself. And so that's why that's an, that's an inside job. We have to, we have to give ourselves the love that we, that we, that we seek outside of ourselves because we are never going to find it outside of ourselves. what we're looking for. We really, we're really not. And then, you know, as far as our health goes, you know, listen, we, we, we you know, this is not going to, this isn't about disparaging Western, the usefulness sometimes of, of Western medicine, but, you know, from many years of experiencing natural healing and many, many natural healing arts, there's this whole other piece that is not really part of like a mainstream narrative that's not where the money's made and um it, you know it can't be patented and you know it's just it's but it's been around for forever you know if you look at tribal living and there were you know the medicine women and you know the earth gives us herbs and plants and all kinds of of healing properties so you know instead of having an either or there's there's so much you know out there for our health but I, I think there's this uh, belief, you know, that's instilled upon us that the only way we can be fully healthy is when our doctor tells us what to do or somebody gives us a pill for that. And, you know, again, I am not talking either or because I don't want somebody to shut off what I'm saying because, you know, they just had a, um, a little, you know, bacterial chest infection and took a Z-Pack and it helped them. No, if I have a bacterial chest infection, I'll take a Z-Pack or what, you know, I'll take whatever, you know, what I need to, but what, but what I also do is give myself Reiki or I drink some herbal teas that are helpful, or I do what I can do within my, my control. And, and really, you know, what, what we're putting in our bodies all the time infringes upon our physical health and, and vitamins and herbs, you know, there's all these other things that we can do too, to keep what goes on inside our body physically healthy. But I, I, this belief that um, may have been born even more so out of the fear of what's just gone on the past 18 months is that, you know, always somebody outside of ourself is going to ultimately take care of our health. And like the other two examples I gave, that's just not the ultimate truth. It's just not. There's so, so much we can do ourselves to keep our, our bodies were created to heal. We know this when we have a bruise or we have a cut or we have a physical issue and our bodies heal, you know, our bones heal, our bones heal themselves. You know, you, you break a finger, you, you put a splint on your finger, but your bone heals, the bone heals itself. The splint didn't do it. The splint kept it steady so the body could heal, but the body does that. So that's what I mean when I'm saying we're so much more inherently powerful powerful than I think we walk around believing all the time because of circumstances and, and fears and, and that kind of thing. So just understanding even that the, the body um, has the natural ability to heal itself. And when we keep our bodies in a state that is not high stress and we're not pumping cortisol through our bodies all the time, you know, and um, we're taking advantage of all there is out there to help to teach us how to take the best care of ourselves. You know, we're so much more powerful than, than we believe. I love that. 
because that's been kind of my journey. Like I was very much, I was academic and it was like, you know, education in school. And I was doing everything I could to learn about finances. But then when I started learning about this element of like wellness and, and all the, you know, what exists out there, I was like such a sponge to all of it. Cause it was so new to me. And just like you're saying, it's just developing more of these tools that I can use when, yeah, I'm feeling stressed or I'm not feeling well. It's, it goes first of, well, what can I do for myself right now to feel better? What, what makes me feel better? What have I done in the past? And, and having more tools like meditation, going for a walk, um, that help like sort of clear that, that energy so much for myself, um, that, yeah, it is very empowering knowing that that's all within me. And yeah, if I'm having a rough day, I can go outside and meditate and that feels so good. And it puts me in such a better place. Um, it does help us get back that power and those things that there are going to be things that happen to us every day that are maybe out of our control that, you know, that cause stress or, or things like that, but we don't have to let it, you know, change us or, or impact us to that level. So I love just that reminder of it's, it's inside and we have so many tools, um, and we have the ability to learn more and more tools that are going to serve us. Um, can we talk a little bit about like laws of attraction? Cause you, so you, as a law of attraction coach, um, I really like this concept and I feel like I'm actually like truly starting to get it more. Cause first very initially it was, you know, hearing about the secret and that sort of thing of positive affirmations and whatnot. And it, it was very surface level, but now I'm starting to understand it on like a deeper level. Um, but I don't know if I can quite like verbalize it yet, but can you talk a little bit about, um, accessing that for people attracting what they want, what they need or want more of in life, um, with laws of attraction? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, again, everything is, is vibrational and, um, you know, just talking about positive affirmations and you, you might find somebody that says, well, you know, I tried that and, and it didn't really work. And what I would ask the person then is I would get into, well, what were you saying? And, and, you know, I can tell even just intuitively where their energy is at by what they're saying, if they even believe it themselves, you know, because we have to believe what we're saying on some level. And, um, you know, if I'm doing an affirmation, um, you know, I, I want a million dollars. I want a million dollars in the next five years. I want a million dollars in the next five years, you know, something like that. But really, you know, again, the inside job part, we're not checking in with ourselves. I'm, I'm saying that even as I'm saying that to you, I can feel like kind of like a, a tingling or something in, in my solar plexus, which is my power center. That's our third chakra, like right above the belly button. And I, you know, and, and what that tells me is like, I know that I'm probably not really going to have a million dollars in five years. Now, working on that belief to shift it, that's another thing. We're not talking about that. I'm just using that as an example in this moment because it's what came out of my mouth. But also just to, to give the example of, you know, I checked in with myself while I was saying that. And, you know, if, if we are, um, it's, it's about checking in with what we are really believing in that moment and, and thinking about the things that we really desire and understanding that like attracts like, and that, you know, it's universal law that what will show up 
matches our, our vibrations or matches our beliefs. You know, if, if, if we are living in fear all the time, life will, will show us exactly what we should be fearful for and what we can be fearful for because like attracts like, and this happens on a collective level too, by the way, you know, um, and on the micro it's, it's really this, you know, our, our emotions are a beautiful kind of GPS. They can tell us, you know, where we're going. And if I'm, you know, if I'm feeling upset or I'm not feeling happy, I can kind of check in with myself and say like, okay, you know, what, what's going on? What am I not feeling good about? And it's usually because something I want isn't there. And so, you know, it's really about kind of getting in touch then really with what it is that I, that I want and how much, you know, where my belief level lies with it. But again, it's all really about checking in and vibrational because like attracts like, so, you know, where here, here's an example. I remember years ago, I was going shopping. I was going to go to the mall going shopping and I needed like three things. I was in, uh, I was down with family. So I wasn't in my own town. It's not my normal mall. And I just was in real high vibration that day. I was just in a really good, good headspace, good vibes, happy. Nothing was bothering, you know, I was just in, in a good place. And I went to this mall and I just kind of had in my mind what it was that I wanted I wasn't so much attached to it. You know, I didn't have like an, an emotional attached to it per se. My emotional state was just kind of a free, clear, high vibe. And I literally walked into that mall and I don't know how, I couldn't tell you, just so easily found all three of those sto the stores that I needed, no problem. And I was like, gosh, this is just such an example about, you know, what shows up for us with more ease or matches our desires more when we are kind of in a higher vibration. And, you know, someone, so someone might say, well, I really like to use the law of attraction for, you know, finding my soulmate or finding love and, and it's not working, but there's something in our vibration. Like that's where we do the inner work. That's why it is an inside job. Instead of saying, well, this isn't showing up, you know, we can look at what's showing up around us too, as a kind of a mirror and, and who, you know, it, what shows up around us will ultimately match what's going on inside of us. You know, we can use that to our, to, to learn ourselves, to know ourselves even more and, you know, getting clear on what we truly desire. There's, there still has to be that kind of inner work between it, our beliefs, the steps to get there, how we would get, you know, I don't want to necessarily say how I shouldn't say that because I, I feel like it's kind of up to us to figure out, you know, what it is we want. And here, here's the zinger ready and why, because look what just happened for you when you were in touch with your why and your business grew, but you know, what do we want? And really, why do we want it? How are we going to feel when we get it? And when we're really literally kind of in that vibration of, um, you know, why we want what we want, we're actually a vibrational match. If I want something because it's going to light me up and make me feel happy and that's what I'm thinking about, then I'm lit up and happy, right? So, you know, so that's the way we can kind of use that to, to kind of draw into our experience something that we want, you know, and sometimes someone might say like, oh, I, I just can't, I can't, I can't get around it. I'm so aware that I don't have my person right now, you know, and I just, I can't, I can't get past that. You know, then you'll hear people say, just go and, and don't even think about it. Just do something else. Go do things that light you up to, you know, focus on instead of not what's not coming in, but focus on your joy and what makes you happy and the things that you love. And, and then you're not, you know, thinking about what it is you don't have because it's basically lack when we're 
hyper aware of what we don't have. We're literally, you know, our vibration is in lack and like attracts like. So what's going to show up is just more lack. And, you know, I never say any of this for somebody to walk away and say, you know, oh crap, 90% of the time, I know I really want this and I'm really in that vibration. But sometimes I have the thought of, oh, I don't have that. And it doesn't mean that all of a sudden, you know, you're not attracting what it is that you want. You know, it doesn't mean you can't have a, a bad thought or a lack. A, a lack thought, but it's just really about kind of the overall space that our energy is in all the time and, and getting clear on, on what we desire and why, and then also allowing the, the, the piece of the law of attraction that people sometimes miss is the allowing. And if we're not allowing something and what stops allowing could be fear, could be doubt. And again, it's not to pretend that we don't feel those things and we do our inner work around all of this. You know, it's much, it's, it's much obviously deeper than I can give you in this small space. So I hope I'm, I'm making, I hope I'm making sense at least in doing it justice. Um, but it's, um, you know, it's the allowing is, is allowing is just leaving the space is saying, this is what I want. I know I want it. And then letting go of, of the attachment of uh, how it's going to come, when it's going to come, what form it's going to come in, like that's not our job. And in the space of allowing also, we allow for possibility. Um, you know, for example, um, years ago when my son was, was very young, there was a kid in his class and they just, they, they, these kid were, kids were having issues on the playground and, you know, the mother had said words to me about it and it was just getting really like kind of weird and petty. And I was just like, ah, like, I don't want this situation. I didn't know how to remedy it. And I thought, let me break it down just in general terms. What do I really want? Uh, like, what is it I want out of this? And I, I was like, I just, I want harmonious resolution. Like that's really what I wanted, harmonious resolution. And I was just real clear on that's how, how what I wanted. And then I just kind of stepped away from it because I didn't know how to, to fix it. And see, that's where our control is. Our control is in the getting clear and the stepping away because that's the allowing. And we think the control is in, well, let me go talk to the mother or let me say something to these kids or let me, you know, and, and sometimes it's not, I'm not saying there's not a time and place for action steps, but um, there, that was just my choice. I want harmonious resolution. And I just kind of, I kind of left it and I tried to stop thinking about it and, you know, went about my business. And, um, a couple of weeks later, uh, I found out that the people were moving. So, you know what I mean? So sometimes we, my mind wouldn't have ever thought of that. My mind would have just ruminated over like the situation. I don't know how to figure it out. You know, this sucks. The kids are fighting, you know, me and this other mother do not see things eye to eye. We're not gonna, you know, we have different perceptions. We're not gonna see it the same. What am I gonna do? You know, like all that stuff. My mind would have never have thought of that solution. So if I'm just in more practicing the space of allowing and all of this really, it does kind of take practice, you know, but if I'm in that space of allowing, then it's the universe's job to deliver the when, the who, the how, you know, and, and we have to be patient sometimes, you know, just because something, something hasn't shown up doesn't mean it's not going to, you know, and, and um, we just have to have to kind of be patient and just, you know, keep, keep our, our, our vibrations clear and keep ourselves clear on, you know, why we want what we want and, and, and work on, you know, not being super attached to outcomes either because that can trip us up too because then we start expecting something to come and look a certain way and then we're saying to the universe i want this and it has to be this 
and really it could show up in so many other ways, you know, for just allowing, you know, if we go kind of general on what we want and then allow it to, to show up. Did that make sense or? Yeah. Or? I love it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause it's, it felt like that was what I was seeing it as, like I said, that surface level, but then when the action of it or letting it play out in reality is a lot different. And it was that trying to control, but like you were saying there with your example of going to the mall, you found everything. Um, it, what I've learned is like that it's easy. It doesn't have to be hard. Yes. And that was the key of like, oh, this can be easy. Cause I've for so many years thought, you know, things are hard. You have to work hard. Everything is hard, hard, hard. And then when I went into more of that allowing and it can be easy when you're allowing, it's like a big shift, but it's like, oh, this feels so much better. Yes. Yeah. And that's the thing. I think people get um, kind of shy away from doing the inner work because we think, you know, we're going to uncover parts of us we don't like, or it's going to be too hard, or we can't have what we want anyway, but no, it's just so worth it. It's just so worth it. You know, and again, that's the journey. <laughs> Why else are we here really ultimately? Why are we here? You know, we're here for that self, that self-actualization and, and, you know, really, you know, from that space, how much more can we offer those around us really? You know, because then it's not about competition and fighting and hate and fear. And, you know, cause we've, we've done the work with and we've given ourselves what we need. And then it's just icing on the cake when someone, someone tells us that they love us and, you know, um, and I get that well, million dollars, you know, then it's just icing on the cake, Yeah, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Well, I could talk about this stuff all day. I love chatting with you. Um, but for sake of time, we'll wrap up here. Can you tell listeners where they can find you? Um, and maybe I guess touch on your conscious conversations too, the, that you do as well, maybe. Yeah, sure. So, uh, my website is healing.family. Uh, I'm on, I am on Instagram at Heather underscore O'Neill underscore inner underscore healing. And, um, I just, uh, I'm about five episodes in, I think of, of a new show I started it's on rumble and it's called conscious conversations. And I think you and I did episode four. Yeah. So each week I'm putting out a new episode and it was just this idea born out of all the networking I did last year on zoom. And, just had these really wonderful, beautiful conscious conversations with people that really, they got me through. They truly did just, you know, not getting mired down in some of the, the, the minutia, but looking really at, at, at what was happening from kind of that, that conscious space of awareness. So I, so I kept having the thought, you know, people need to hear these conversations because certainly I'm not the only one that can, can benefit from all these beautiful people. So, you know, we started a, a show called conscious conversations and, it's been a lot of fun. I love and, it. Yeah. I, think that's I love it. it. So I'll include that in the show notes. I love that the conscious conversations, because it's instead of getting stuck in, you know, we could watch the news and hear a lot of negativity, or we can mm -hmm. have conscious conversations where we leave feeling, feeling good and feeling uplifted. And that's a lot more valuable. So um, yeah. I will include all that in the show notes. Thank you so much for your time, Heather. I love this conversation. Um, I so appreciate it. And yeah, we'll catch you all next time. Thank you. Bye. I hope you found value in this episode. And because I'm such a proponent of taking confident action, I want to pose a question to you, the listener. 
What is one action that you feel inspired to take after listening to today's episode? If you enjoyed listening, please subscribe and share with your friends and family. Thank you so much, and I will catch you next time.